0: G'day, I'm Rowan Mackey and welcome to Lockdown, Character Strengths and Silver Linings, your guide to applying positive psychology in seclusion. I'm joined by my dad, clinical psychologist, Chris Mackey. How are you going today, dad? Good, thanks Rowan and looking forward to this. Yeah, so am I now. Uh... Character Strengths and Silver Linings, Your Guide to Applying Positive Psychology in Seclusion. What does that mean? What is this podcast going to be about?
1: Well, we've been thinking about doing a podcast for quite some time together based on positive psychology and, well, the extra challenge or adversity that we're all facing of basically being within four walls, well, uh, that's an obvious topic uh, to present itself. For sure, and... Now, over the course
0: of this podcast, we, we certainly don't want to sort of trivialise anyone's experience throughout this and obviously recognise that uh, everyone is sort of doing it pretty tough in their own way at the moment. And so that's not what it's about at all, but I, I suppose it is a little bit about looking at how are some ways that we can sort of contextualise all this with a little bit more of an optimistic framework, isn't it?
1: Well, basically, yes. Well, it's, it's going to be more of a struggle, isn't it, to experience well-being and find ways of boosting our mood. So why not draw on positive psychology, a science of well-being, which has some more reliable strategies for, well, boosting our mood and help bringing out the best in us. And the
0: character strengths are a big part of positive psychology, aren't they? So what, what actually are the character strengths?
1: Okay. Yeah, and, and yes, I think uh, the idea of identifying and drawing on a chara- on our character strengths—that's about fifty percent of what positive psychology is on about. And um, our character strengths are about the best in us, our best personality characteristics, or our strongest characteristics, our best virtues, if you like. And so. But by virtues, I mean the, the, the positive characteristics that are tried and true, recognised by every culture across all times, the kind of things that our grandparents would really value in us, things like honesty or courage or sense of humour, teamwork. That these are the kind of broad, uh, broad aspects about the best ways that we can behave and so the idea of, um, uh, of our character strengths is that if we can identify and act drawing on our top character strengths, this helps us boost our mood, it helps us be more engaged in what we're doing, and it actually energises us. So today
0: we're going to be going through the character strengths and and just having a bit of a dive into exactly what each of them are and and having a look at this this whole sort of change of circumstances that we're all going through and and potentially how some of these character strengths relate to uh, to that on a more broader scale so uh, that, that'll be today's podcast and then throughout the rest of the podcast we'll es- essentially look at some more specific challenges that everyone may be facing so we've set up a email address at podcast at au. so please feel free out there to get in touch with any of the challenges you're facing and, and maybe we can have a bit of a look at, at different people's situations throughout that's a bit of the idea isn't it
1: yeah, absolutely, and um, down the track it would be really good to hear feedback from from people listening in and any suggestions or ideas that they have or just telling us some of their own experiences.
0: So in future episodes it could be certain things like looking at exercise, looking at Uh, the family dynamic and how that's working around the home. Could be looking at social isolation and and sort of things like this. So, uh, as I said, today we'll be having a bit more of a broad view of of just the character strengths in general. But please feel free, if you have got anything that that you think it would be good to discuss, podcast at
1: chrismackey.com.au. Yes, I think there, Rowan, you just mentioned um, family dynamic. Well, look, let's face it. There are going to be times when we're cooped up with with, with others where at times we might even get on each other's nerves a fair bit. That would be natural enough, wouldn't it? So maybe uh, w- what a good time to look for the best in us and in each other and look to draw on that. Well, I suppose when something happens like this, it does bring
0: us back to what's most important. And the character strengths are something that is really going to allow us in our own way uh, to explore that for each of us. So we we certainly don't want to sort of trivialise anything in terms of anyone's experience around COVID-19 and and recognising that many people are going to be facing their own challenges. But also we're trying to look at it almost as a bit of an opportunity. It's a period of time now where we're able to put aside a couple of months where we all know that we'll be inside. We can have a period of, of self-reflection, a period of looking upon what are the things that are most important to us and that we want to retain on the other side of, of this whole experience. So I think the, the character strengths are going to be a really good vehicle for, for exploring some of that.
1: Um, yes, and I think that background point that you're making about um, uh, when you face adversity and, and everyone's facing the adversity of uh, you know, concerns about health, being more restricted, things like that, and, and as you say, making you think of what's most important, well, one of the things that really will be coming out for a lot of people is the importance of connection. And that just seems to be such an advantage these days. We're really seeing the positive side of social media, aren't we, and, um, and of, of digital media but also the importance of having what's on digital media and social media, having it, if you like, things that involve a positive energy, things that are likely to help us get through Well, probably what will be the next six months plus of, of hardship And uh, actually I'm interested in in how um, uh, you think about that aspect, Uh, you're the digital media manager of our psychology practice and our practice has gone right across to telehealth at the moment so this is like a, a rare opportunity isn't it to show what kinds of social connection there can be even when people are physically distant from each other.
0: Well, I think it's going to be absolutely fascinating in terms of some of the, I suppose, unintended consequences that are going to come out of, of a situation like this. And and just to touch on social media, for, for example, I, I think that's something that we're already seeing changing through sort of COVID-19. Uh, I know on my social media, for example, people have much more of an aversion to sort of straight negative stuff Mm. than I think they even did say a few weeks ago sort of thing so I've even just noticed sort of a a few kind of political discussions where people's replies haven't even necessarily been engaging in the discussion as much as it's been more hold on what 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 do you want to sort of be putting out there at the moment is it something that's going to be negative is it something that's going to be positive so I almost feel like we're having a bit of a almost a collective readjustment towards social media in recognising its power as we're all sort of staying inside. And, and it's going to be really interesting to see how that changes beyond sort of this whole COVID
1: era. And so what we're on about with this podcast is how can we use social media to help us bring out the best in ourselves and each other at a time like this.
0: Exactly, exactly. So I suppose just, just as one example, uh, uh, to apply a bit of an optimistic framework to all of this, uh, I reckon if we go, you know, say 10, 15, 20 years down the track, the whole concept of social isolation in elderly people is going to be very different because everyone's going to have this experience of now having the next few months having to learn how to digitally communicate and digitally connect with members of family, friends that they wouldn't have spoken to. I just know in myself, I'm sort of almost finding myself speaking to heaps more friends sort of thing just because you sort of, you have the time and, and, and people are sort of a bit more receptive to phone calls. So it is going to be a really interesting time because I think whether we like it or not, there is going to be a bit of collective readjustment in a whole range of ways across society. And if we can find some way to make that more positive, then I think we can really get something out of it.
1: Well, there are some of the silver linings right there. And, uh, and, and what you're describing, say, looking 20 years ahead. Well, I'll bring it back to um, uh, character strengths. When I first read about character strengths in 2004, when uh, positive psychology was getting going, I thought this is one of the rare areas of psychology that I've read that people will still be talking about in 100 years' time. I thought it was so innovative and yet based on age old wisdom, tried and true kind of principles and and so I think that that's also helped positive psychology be one of the most uh, the strongest developing areas in, in in psychology internationally. It's a field that has grown more than any other. Many uh, coaches and others have have taken it up and and certainly a lot of their work will also be focused on helping people identify and draw on their top character strengths.
0: Well, I think also, particularly at this time as well, we'll sort of bring it back to that too in the sense that... uh I think positive psychology is going to be so important for the idea that it's not just about mitigating symptoms. You'd be able to speak much more to this than I will. But my understanding is that positive psychology, is it's in many ways the science of flourishing.
1: Uh, Yes, it's looking at thriving, it's looking at flourishing, so it's not just about focusing on things like uh, the the problems, anxiety, depression, uh, different personality difficulties that in our everyday clinical practice, you know, many people will come in and want help with a a particular difficulty but even then even when we're helping people with anxiety or depression or whatever we find that it it works best if you can also identify the best in people's personality like how can people use their courage to help deal with their anxiety how can people use their, their their persistence to help manage with with depression or how can people use their creativity to help with relationship difficulties so the idea of more reliably identifying find the best in us. It works even for people who are facing very challenging psychological difficulties. Well that gives us more confidence that it can work when many of us are facing relative isolation, loneliness, boredom, different kind of challenges that come from being in seclusion.
0: So today's episode being the first episode, we've entitled it finding flow
1: within four walls. So what does that mean? Okay now flow, is a positive psychological state when we have the experience of being so engaged in what we're doing, we're so immersed or involved in what we're doing that time passes and we find it very satisfying what we're doing. We actually almost lose track of time. We don't even necessarily feel good when we're in a state of flow because we're so engaged or immersed in what we're doing. We don't feel so much at all. It's it's sort of at the the end of what we've done, we thought, oh, look, that was really satisfying or that was worthwhile. So flow is an aspect of flourishing or it's an aspect of positive well-being where we're particularly... Engaged in what we're doing. And this is a particular challenge when, of course, we're in seclusion, we can't do as wide a range of activities as usual. So it might be harder to find the things that normally um, engage us or stay engaged for a long time. Like there's only so long you can play on PlayStation and find it interesting, or only so many Netflix shows or whatever you can watch. And maybe that doesn't become so engaging after a time. So the idea from positive psychology and character strengths is. We're more likely to be in a state of flow, like with positive well-being, engaged and effective in what we're doing and energised, gives us energy if we're acting on our top character strengths. So if we have a love of knowledge, then by, say, reading, reading up on an area of interest, rather than it being a demand, it actually feeds us, it gives us energy, it energises us. If we have a character strength of kindness, for example then doing something thoughtful for a family member who might be, say, struggling with an aspect of, uh, of being restricted in their movements, uh, being at home, that kind of thing, or acts of kindness towards a neighbour or whatever, that's actually engaging and energising for the person who's being generous in that way. So the idea is if we, can, uh, if we draw on our top character strengths, like if you're a creative person acting on that, if you're a person who uh, has top strengths in leadership, uh, having different ways of drawing people together for some kind of activity, even online. Uh, if we're acting on our top character strengths, we're more likely to be engaged and in that state of flow.
0: Look, it's probably time to, to let's get into them. So so look, they're, they're, they're grouped into six categories, aren't they?
1: Yes. So, so what are the six categories and why are they grouped that way? Well, listing the character strengths in each category gives an idea. Like just say with wisdom – Wisdom relates to creativity, looking to do things in a novel way. Curiosity, learning naturally about the world. Judgment, which is actually being open-minded but weighing up, sifting the evidence for things. Love of learning and perspective, taking an overview uh, in a wise way. Then you get character strengths related to courage. And these are fairly self-explanatory like bravery, perseverance, honesty and zest. Then there's humanity, and so that's capacity to love and be loved, kindness, doing simple kindnesses for others, and social intelligence, getting a sense of being able to really pick up well on other people's motives engaging that. Um, justice relates to a sense of teamwork or citizenship, also fairness and leadership, and leadership is about bringing people together, bringing a team together rather than uh, be any kind of autocratic leadership. Then we get temperance related to self-control. So that includes things like forgiveness, humility, prudence, and self-regulation or self-control. And then there's transcendence. And no doubt we could do with a bit of that at times uh, to see a bigger picture. And transcendence can include appreciation of beauty and excellence, gratitude, hope or optimism, uh, humour... And spirituality, which doesn't mean having to just be religious, but seeing a sense of purpose and meaning in things, a larger picture to life.
0: So essentially they're they're the universally accepted values across societies, across time, that almost, I suppose, contextualise our personalities in some ways. They contextualise the best of our personalities.
1: Yeah, look, I I think they do. And certainly these uh, strengths, that list was compiled by Many different social researchers over a number of years, and so they did explore a range of different cultures and across different times. And the the, the strengths tend to group together that way. So there's something more of a a relative con, uh, consensus around those things. Look, look I might I might mention as well with strengths. Generally, we look at them as being something very worthwhile. And the idea is to particularly draw on our top strengths. That means that we're flowing with the tide. Things come easily to, more easily to us. But we can also sometimes overuse our top strengths. And, um, and we can also do things to bolster our lower ones. That, that, that's something we'll talk about more through these podcasts in future. But I think in the first instance, one of the most useful things that people can do is get a sense of what are your own top strengths and how might we draw on them in this period of difficulty and seclusion and, and also, I suppose, having that sense of what might other people's top strengths be to those, those loved ones, people that we're living with, because that helps draw out the best in them as well. And so we'll put this list
0: of, of character strengths on our website. So if you go to chrismackey.com.au slash podcast, uh, essentially we'll have sort of like a, a sort of hub for the podcast there where you'll be able to access all the information for all the different episodes. And so we'll put up where uh, this uh, sort of grid of character strengths so you'll be able to go through them sort of at your leisure. But but where how are some ways that people are able to identify those character strengths, both within themselves and with others?
1: Well, this is the fortunate thing. There are um, questionnaires that have been developed that are, are quite scientifically reliable that help us identify our strengths in relative order. So these 24 strengths, we can see what our top strengths tend to be, right down to our lower strengths. And it, it comes from filling out a questionnaire online. And we have a, a blog that explains how people might do that uh, on our website, called identifying signature character strengths but one way that people can look it up quite simply too is a website called viacharacter.org and if people go to viacharacter.org you'll see there's a 15 minute version of a character strength survey that you can do. But if people look at our blog, Identifying Signature Character Strengths, there actually is a longer questionnaire that takes 45 minutes to do. If people access that one, it might even be uh, even be a little bit more reliable because it is a bit more detailed. There are 10 questions that get at each strength rather than more like five. But, but either of those um, questionnaires will be very worthwhile to come up with our own list and that's our list relative to ourselves. We've got all the strengths to some degree. Like if you come down lower in something like um, uh, you know, forgiveness or leadership or, or zest, it doesn't mean you don't have it. It just means that it'll probably tend to come to you a little less easily than the higher ones. So our top seven or eight strengths will tend to come to us pretty easily. We, we, we tend to draw on them quite naturally. Our middle, say, eight strengths, we might have to put a bit more effort in to look to use them. And our lower strengths, it tends to take more conscious effort to apply those things. But we can still apply our gratitude or our self-regulation or our zest by putting more active effort into our lower strengths.
0: And I think that's one of the other things I like about the, the character strengths as well is is, is once you sort of get your set of character strengths, you recognise the degree to which they apply to other people as well sort of thing. And and I think this is really important at the moment because, because we are potentially going to be in much closer proximity to, you know, family members we haven't seen for a little while or sort of housemates who we may not sort of have spent as much sort of social time with recently. I think once you sort of get the context of what your character strengths are, it's really not hard to start to view other people in that context as well. And with everything that's going on at the moment, I think going through an exercise that I suppose, allows you to sort of see the best in the people around you and particularly when you are having a little bit of conflict at times, it, it, it can sort of really help to almost think, well, hold on, why is there such a sort of discrepancy here? Well, maybe it's because partly some of the signature strength sort of framework is slightly different and you're able to, I suppose, make a few more sort of allowances uh, for, for other people in that way.
1: Yeah, look, that that's a good example. Like, just say one person might be uh, looking to do something which is uh, courageous, so it takes courage or creativity, but their partner might think, "Oh, look, uh, you know, they might be very cautious and have a lot of prudence." If you like, sometimes our uh, character strengths in relationships can clash. But by having more understanding that this is the best in ourselves, it's just how we sort of work it in together, that helps. Look, when it comes to recognising other people's character strengths, as you mentioned, one of the things I think would be just terrific about this podcast is if people who are interested in it in time could even encourage other family members to do it as well because that's, dare I say, a more reliable way or at least it helps uh, cue us and helps us recognise strengths in others. And at VIA character.org, there are also character strengths for youth. So in families, if people were interested in this, you could all go through those uh, questionnaires or surveys and I think it'd be interesting to sort of um, uh, compare notes on that and and for family members to say to each other, oh, I can see how you're kind or I would have picked it that humour would be a top strength of yours or I've always admired your curiosity or love of learning. There are ways that we can not just recognise but affirm these uh, uh, wonderful characteristics in each other. So how can some of these
0: apply to our current situation? So. Let's take just top, top of our head sort of thing. We've got a, a 23-year-old bloke living in a share house, maybe in Melbourne. He's socially isolated from his family, sticking at home. How could he employ, say, some of the character strengths from the wisdom category?
1: Well, I suppose something that comes to mind is things like um, curiosity, love of learning, perspective. I suspect someone in that situation might be very interested in, in reading, or possibly accessing information online and having thought, you know, sifting through that information, using judgment, being curious about that kind of thing, Uh, maybe looking to share some of those perspectives with like-minded people, which might not even be in their same house. This can be online. This could be using digital and social media to connect with other people and share those creative big-picture ideas that person might have.
0: And so to look at courage. So... Say we've got mum of three, uh, she's managing working from home uh, whilst also trying to uh, manage her kids' education with homeschooling going on at the moment. How could she apply some of the strengths from from the courage category?
1: Okay, now bravery, perseverance, honesty, zest. I would think perseverance and zest – would be terrific strengths to have there like let's look at combining them because one of the things about strengths is if you combine them together you turbocharge them now for someone to naturally have a higher level of energy or zest and perseverance they would be two wonderful qualities to have combined to be able to well get through the next six months for a start but in terms of bravery and honesty that means that there's a capacity to speak up as a mum maybe to get across if you know, she thinks that people aren't maybe pulling their weight a bit or if she thinks that the way that people are interacting with others is, is a bit unfair or whatever, as a mum and with that authority as a mum, it would probably carry through further because there'll be a degree of conviction and also uh, authenticity in how she expresses herself.
0: So looking at the, the humanity category now, so say say we've got grand, granddad who's sort of he, he's, uh, secluded at home, how how could say an elderly gentleman apply uh the strengths from the humanity category
1: now that's that's an interesting one because humanity's such an interpersonal thing like love kindness social intelligence you know uh knowing what makes other people tick now wouldn't that be so much more difficult if someone is living on their own and they've got those uh, those social intelligence and those interpersonal strengths, I think that's where it would be especially important for, say, uh, that, that uh, fellow to be able to connect with other people by telephone at least or online. It would be very important to be engaged with people because maybe unlike the, the, the wisdom and the more cognitive strength, so to speak, it's all about the connections with people. So one way or another, it will be very important for the person to use that and maybe their interest in being well connected with others that would help the person be very motivated to learn what they needed to know about connecting by email or zoom or social media that might help the person um, put that effort in. Which I suppose
0: is a a whole other aspect to character strengths at the moment in the sense that we probably all have those people that that we're maybe a little bit worried about, that that we're sort of checking in on every so often. Having some sense of what their character strengths are gives us a bit of an idea of of certain ways that we're able to, I suppose, support and nourish them in different
1: ways. That's right. And I think what you'd find is that that elderly fellow that you mentioned there, his kindness, he'd, he'd likely be the person who's checking in on others he'd be likely the person who's really keeping other people in mind first and seeing how they are, and even if he's potentially at more risk health-wise or whatever, uh, what, what you see is when people have those strong strengths of humanity, they really understand a central principle of positive psychology is other people matter. If there's any single principle from positive psychology, it's other people matter. And when people have those top strengths of capacity to love, kindness and social intelligence, uh, they get that.
0: And so what about justice? So let's have a look at, say, say some siblings. So you've got, you've got someone in a family who's obviously living quite close to their siblings at the moment. How would they be able to employ some of their strengths from the justice category throughout this time?
1: Well, in that situation, fantastic to have a bent towards teamwork and fairness because in the first instance... That's a way of looking to see that everyone gets a fair go, like it might be about you know, who gets a turn in the bathroom or you know, how to divide up tasks around um, uh, mealtimes or chores or whatever. And, and, and leadership is wonderful to have there too because the, the essence of leadership, it's bringing people together to get things done. It's not lording it over people type leadership, it's not being an autocrat. Leadership can be wonderful combined with teamwork and fairness to bring people in to achieve a certain goal. And if you've got people like siblings with that mindset, that's going to help a fam- family function much better around the tasks or challenges that they face. And Temperance.
0: How could someone, for example, a male in their mid-30s display uh, character strengths of temperance to help them in throughout this time?
1: Okay, well, say forgiveness, humility, prudence, self-regulation. Hey, I reckon I'd like to be living in, in a house with someone like that. Like what when you think about it, people who share a house with someone who is forgiving humble exercises caution and good self-control it means that in the situations where where there might be conflict in a household that person's likely to be very thoughtful in how they manage with that now if someone's living on their own it might take a little bit more imagination To think of how you might use forgiveness or humility or prudence or self-regulation. Look, I, I imagine maybe if someone's living on their own, they'll be let down at times by a service. Maybe someone was going to come to fix up their internet connection, if you like, and they didn't come on time or things like that. Maybe the person being a bit forgiving and all the rest of it, rather than getting really hot under their collar, would help that person manage with the inevitable frustrations that at times might arise when it's a lot harder for people to provide a service or do their jobs as well as usual in many ways now. And transcendence.
0: Uh, you mentioned before that uh, we could all do with a bit of that. So, so just how are some ways that we could uh, apply transcendent
1: character skills? Well, well, I think one of the main things that I notice here is gratitude like i think in tough times people are actually more likely in some ways to think of the blessings that we have in life think of some ways that you know, in a way we are quite well off or better off than maybe many others in a in a less fortunate situation now hope is a terrific uh quality to have at times like now because it helps us look ahead with a degree of optimism humor is wonderful for Leavening the tension at home, and 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 just sort of bringing a bit of lightness, as is appreciation of beauty and excellence. Now, if we're more restricted from going outdoors. Then we might appreciate that more through um, maybe watching a a musical performance. It might be one of the many online performances that that musicians are putting together. It could be appreciating paintings we have in our house or or many of us might be fortunate enough to get some kind of, whether it be um, a view or be able to, with physical distancing measures, still be able to go for a walk outside or spend time in our backyards even and appreciate the garden so to speak but then with spirituality one thing i will emphasize with that we know from positive psychology that if people have a faith now that can include a a religious faith or some kind of deeper beliefs if you like in a higher consciousness a higher organizing force in the universe we know that is a particularly helpful strength at times of adversity so Australia is not a particularly religious country, and so, uh, but many people would describe themselves as being spiritual without being religious. Now, I- any of us who can draw on some of that other dimension in life or believe in another dimension in life have a natural advantage for getting through hardship over a lengthy period of time.
0: So is it a case that all of us are always going to be able to work on any of our strengths at any time or is it for example are we are we more predisposed to be able to strengthen the strengths up the top
1: yeah good question how we approach it look there's no exact right and wrong with this but we know from say some of the early research in positive psychology something that works well is using our top two strengths in combination so for example if it's creativity and persistence You might be involved in a project which unfolds over a lengthy period of time. It could also be love and gratitude, combining those things together, being particularly appreciative of our main relationships, for example. So one thing we can do is use uh, our top strengths in combination. Also, if we use our top strength or top strengths in novel ways, We know that particularly helps. Think of different ways we can use our fairness, different ways we can use our leadership. How else can we draw on our forgiveness or our courage? But there's another way that we can get benefit from strengths too, which is looking to bolster our lower ones. So it might be, for example, combining a top strength and then using that to to, to bolster a lower one. So for example, uh, for me, one of my top strengths would be creativity, but a lower one is often uh, something like self-control. So sometimes I might get carried away with a creative act and and be really involved in that and not realising that I'm spending more time on that than I need to be. I need to actually be a little bit more disciplined how I use my time. So I might look to use the creativity but build in more self-control as well by, for example, just giving myself a certain period of time of working on that. So I can work on a top strength and bolster a lower one at the same time.
0: And I suppose that's going back to this whole idea of, of, of looking at this time period as a bit of an opportunity for each of us. That is really something that each of us can do over the next little while, isn't it? In the sense that we all have our, our own sort of hierarchy of values of, of, of character strengths. We all have ones that are up the top. We all have ones that are down the bottom. But as we all sort of have this, I suppose, period of seclusion, really sort of deep diving into not only our own but, but those around us, That is going to be an opportunity that everyone is presented with over the next little while.
1: Absolutely, and I imagine that there might be families or there'll be workplaces and maybe families where you'll notice that a number of people share a certain number of character strengths. For example, a top character strength in our psychology practice, including with our administrative staff, is curiosity so people interested in new things like like in our practice people are really interested to see how this whole telehealth operation will work and it gives a, a positive energy and a joint feeling of working on something uh, t- together so, so that, that's a way it can happen but I'm sure that some families will have certain um, uh, characteristics that they share in common which look I might mention Rowan I'm, I'm aware that uh, you and I share a few top character strengths. It seems that way doesn't it? Yeah I wonder where I got that one from <laughs> Maybe I got it from you but uh, <laughs> and look, I hope those character strengths come through um, in this podcast and I suppose that's ultimately one of the silver linings and silver linings um self-explanatory there are going to be opportunities and and positive things that come out of the 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 relatively hard times ahead and and one thing that um I certainly find a silver lining Rowan is the opportunity for us to do this uh, podcast together and especially to me it's maybe an opportunity to draw on some of our shared uh, top strengths of well judgment of perspective and curiosity and so uh, but particularly will be interested in hearing how other people are applying their character strengths in seclusion and that's just it so look while we all have
0: this opportunity jump online to the the org uh do the character strength survey and let us know how it goes let us know ways that you're applying that around your house uh i mentioned a little bit earlier in future episodes we'll be more focusing on particular challenges. So whether it's challenges in the family, challenges of getting exercise sort of thing. So we're going to individualize things down a little bit, but I think uh, listening along to this podcast with some sort of idea of what your character strengths are will be of great benefit. Thanks everyone for tuning in today for our first episode. As I mentioned, we've got the email address there at podcast at chrismackey.com.au. So please feel free to get in touch and i look forward to getting to the rest of the season.
1: Look forward to the next episode.